I first want to talk about this book, The Working Mom Blueprint. I have to say when I read the little, I mean, I don't know, the subtitle, Winning at Parenting Without Losing Yourself, I almost started tearing up. And that's where I guess I am right now in my parenting life. Um, so can you talk to me a little bit about, I mean, it's, it's, it's your second book, but what was the inspiration behind it? What was the, you know, the research, the writing process like, and what, how has it been received so far? Absolutely. So yeah, it's my second book. And the first book that I wrote was about how to take care of yourself in that first newborn period. Like how do you not completely lose it when you're in the midst of like sleeplessness and trying to feed a baby and all of that. And that really in pediatrics is a huge focus for us. We care so much about that newborn period. But then I realized as I started talking to other moms in my pediatrics practice, like what about all the time after that? What about your entire working experience? If you're a working mom or, you know, there's lots of moms that are at home that have unpaid work that they're doing, right? What about all those moms? And so um, after I had agreed with the American Academy of Pediatrics to write the first book, then they said, well, would you want to write a second book too? Because what we really want is to think about this idea of not just how do we help kids thrive as the American Academy of Pediatrics, but how do we help moms and families thrive so that kids can thrive? Like we can't put the cart before the horse, so to speak. So um, I started talking with other working moms. I started talking with experts in the field, psychologists, with experts on screen time, on self-care. And then of course, whenever you write a book with the American Academy of Pediatrics, you work extensively with their committees and policy stakeholders and all those types of things. And so um, we worked together to make sure that it had a lot of really tactical information about child development and about what's normal and what's really helpful for kids in terms of eating and in terms of exercise and sleep and parenting mm -hmm. styles, all of that. And then of course I flew it, I threw in my own flavor and all the things that I've learned at Modern Mommy Doc talking with, with moms in the real world, because I did not want it to be like an ivory tower type of book. I really wanted it to be like, I'm in the trenches with you. And so let me get really real. So speaking of the trenches, what is something that you're struggling with? I mean, because you wrote this amazing book, you're a mom of two and you're a pediatrician. So from the outside looking in, it could seem like, okay, this, she's got it together. She is, you know, so what are you struggling with right now? Yeah, that's a good question. And here's the thing. If I can't be vulnerable with people that I have like nothing to give. I really think that, you know, Brene Brown, right? Vulnerability is like the biggest gift that we can give to ourselves and to other people. Um, in the book, I talk a lot about my relationship with my husband and about struggles that we went through um, earlier on when we were trying to figure out what was happening with, with her. And I will say my husband is a very social person. And um, my daughter, McKenna, who is my oldest that I write about a ton in the book, she is too. And COVID took a toll on these little exuberant people who are super smart and who could not be duped by like niceties. Like it's all going to be fine. It's going to be good. Don't worry. Just hold on. Like both of them were like, this is horrible. The world's ending. <laughs> like, let's just call it, you know, um, hard because, um, I don't always want to be the bubbly one. I don't always want to like carry the torch for our family. Sometimes I need respite. Sometimes I need like someone taking care of me. And really this year, I feel like, um, I've been like holding the family together. Um, and so now that things are opening up a bit, 
I have really poured into like, I have to go to my exercise class that I love going to with other people. I have to take time to listen to the music that I love. I have to sit outside on the porch and put headphones in and like read a book or listen to a podcast that I love. So um, I think the struggle has just been making sure that I continue to show up for myself in a time when those around me, my patients, my partner, my kids just have like needed so much for me. Just remembering if I don't have myself, I have nothing to give. Yeah. And I mean, we talk a lot in my profession and of course with you, your profession as well, we talk a lot about self-care, but lately I feel like it's just become this like buzzword, right? It's self-care, manis, petties, massages. If that's what you like to do, then fine. But you know, and then there's like, I don't know if you've seen these memes or these, these Instagram reels where it's like moms doing self-care, but they're really just doing like chores and just personal hygiene things that they have to do anyway. Right. Right. (laughs) So I want to know like what, how can moms sort of advocate for themselves, first of all, even within their own families for self-care and then really just, I don't know. I, I mean, if it's, cause obviously we all need it, but it's so hard to get ourselves to do it. So how do we do it? Totally. Um, I think it comes down to finding out or being aware of what makes you feel the most alive and awake. Like those are the things that really care for your soul, right? So for me, like music is the thing that always makes me feel the most alive and awake. So self-care for me, pre-COVID could be like going to a concert with my husband, right? And like being totally in that moment with him and connected. That's like, that's self-care. I love like really good food. So self-care could be like going out to dinner with a girlfriend. Um, I love movement. So self-care could be, I'm like in my basement doing like a yoga thing, you know, and not for exercise to fit into like a size zero more for like, oh my gosh, that stretch feels so good on my body. Right. So those are the things that when I think about like, what would I do on my perfect day? If I had nothing else to do, no obligations, no kids, no husband, what would I choose to do? That's what I always come back to as like, that's what I need to integrate into my life over time. And, um, you know, in the book, because I feel like it's not enough to just say, just go do those things sometimes. (laughs) Like I tried to be a little bit formulaic about it to say, you want to practice self-care, finding yourself, being awake, being alive enough times, returning to your passion, what brings you joy, that then you like, remember how good it feels. And so that it's like, it's filling up your cup, like every day, a little bit, as opposed to your cup, like completely draining. And then you got to pour like a whole gallon and it's like overflowing and it's like way too much. Right. I think that's what kind of makes this almost like bulimic or like yo-yo thing that happens with moms where it's like, deprive ourselves, you know, um, self-sacrifice, give every single thing to our kids, give every single thing to our jobs. And then we're like, I'm empty. I'm miserable. And then we go do something that copes There's a coping mechanism. That's maybe not as healthy, right? We like overeat or we like drink too much alcohol or we binge watch Netflix for like three days in a row, or we explode with our kids and like, say, I've had it. Like, I need to get out of here. Right. Like, the key for me is to have like micro doses of that self-care every single day. And I practice that by doing five minutes a day of some type of quiet time with myself, right? Like, um, 
doing a med- guided meditation and I'm horrible at thinking of what I should meditate on. So I do guided ones, you know, like I use other people. That's what um, I do too. I can't do it on my own. I need a guide. <laughs> totally. Like, please teach, like that's probably why I need exercise classes too. Right. It's cause like, I can't like sit there and like, I'm horrible. If I'm by myself at home, the, the, the pandemic was ridiculous for me. Cause I'd be like looking at my phone while the person's on the screen trying to talk to me. I got to be in a dark room where they basically lock me in and like turn all the lights off and just say like, just listen to this. <laughs> um, so yes, like five minutes of meditation, five minutes of journaling, five minutes where you tell your partner or your kids, if you don't have a partner, like I'm locking the door. This is mommy's special time where she's just going to be like by herself and let the water run on her for an extra five minutes. Right. Um, listening again to your favorite song. Like it does not have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be intense. And then what I do in my own life and, and recommend is that people set aside on their schedule, on their calendar, three hours a week, one hour chunks, where it is that like larger amount of time where they get to like sink into what is the thing that brings me joy. And again, sitting on a porch, reading a book, going out to dinner with a friend, like taking a walk around the block, right? Um, whatever it is, that's the thing that makes in, in nature, whatever it is, is the thing that kind of brings you back to you. I love that. I love that. I've, I've, I'm only like up to like chapter two, cause I just got the book and of course have no time, but I can't wait to tear through this thing. Cause I was skimming it just now and it looks incredible. Um, final question. Tell us a little bit about the modern mommy doc community, this website, you know, you have an Instagram community. Tell us how you built that up and you know what it means to you. Yeah. So I really believe in, we can teach moms the way that will be easier for them in the long run. We can give them a framework. We can give them a North star, but if we want moms to sustainably have a life that is more centered versus conflicted, we have to support them. They have to have other people around them. There are so many haters out there, right? Even like extended family can be like haters where you're like, why am I having to explain to you that I have work to do today? Like, this is bizarre, you know? Um, and so you need people around you that really get you, that understand you, that are on that same journey with you that can lift you up. And so modern mommy doc, we built it at first to be a podcast and a blog and the Instagram community. And then now we are evolving it actually really excited next month. We're evolving it to be, um, a modern mama's club, all of our on-demand programming that we have, we have um, videos on demand that are about parenting and partnership um, with, with a spouse, with a partner, with whoever's in your parenting village. We have one on navigating kids' emotions. We have ones on being a new mom um, that goes through basically our entire first book. We have one on our signature conflicted to centered program and model. Um, so we're having that, and then we're doing live events with experts who can come in and talk about specific topics within there and then, you know, chats and forums and ways to get support. So we're really trying to dive into this idea of sustainability, accountability, how do you stay aligned over time? I can't wait for that. I'm really excited for that. Thank you so much. Okay. So here's the book again, the working mom blueprint and tell us where, where we can find you and where we can get the book. Yeah. So the book is available wherever books are sold online in bookstores. And you can find me at modern mommy doc on Instagram or at modern mommy Awesome. Thank you so much. Absolutely. 